you pressed yeah it's recording it's going i can probably not hear you can you hear me i can hear you better when you do that okay <laughs> not really <laughs> like that though. you don't have your little headpiece in though how can you hear me because i can see on the oh monitor see so you can't really monitor. hear me you can just see i can see how much i can hear you okay all right i guess we'll start <laughs> now this is a disaster is a, no, this is a topic that another request topic that we got. And to be honest, and we get this good. one a lot. Yeah, we've got it. Yeah, we've gotten it a lot. Whether it's with older children or spouses or whatever else, but what to do when a spouse falls away? Yeah. Or backslides, we call it. Well, and we were just talking about all of these things as parents that it's very important for us to do as far as getting our children in the word and leading them and raising them up a certain way because that is our responsibility and there is a great weight to that um, so that our children do not depart from the truth as they grow older. And then it's like, okay, all of that's fine and dandy, but what do I do if my spouse is an unbeliever, if my spouse isn't necessarily an unbeliever but they're definitely backslidden right now they're not really engaged in god's word right now um what do you do if you're definitely the the one in the relationship that is striving for this biblical life and your spouse isn't especially when that then causes issues because your spouse is doing things or letting things be okay or bringing things into the home or maybe just doesn't want to hear about all your religious nonsense and here you are still trying to press these things because you feel that it's important. What do you do with that? <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. I know it's difficult. It's probably better for you to answer because... Well, no, actually it's better for me to answer, but you know all too well how it goes, at least just wanting to try to get into the Word at least and not having as a... Like, not that I wasn't supportive, but you've, we've talked about this mm -hmm. a lot before to where it was just, I kind of got soured over it. You kept feeling like you needed to do something, but you weren't really sure what to do. And you tried, you tried going to church, you tried like getting angry, you tried getting sad, you tried doing all these different things. and. Because there is a, you know, and just for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, Brandon and I, yes, we both grew up in the church. We both were always believers, um, young parents, and I know that was something that I felt was important to have our son in church and to do all of the things. And, I mean, I was searching and trying to figure it all out on my own as well, but Brandon was just so soured by the church that he really had no interest in trying to do anything, and so... Yeah, I mean, there were definitely, I mean, I get that understanding of there were things that I was kind of like, ah, I don't think we should be doing these. And you were like, yeah, don't care, <laughs> you know, type of a, a thing. And, you know, wanting to have a better, like knowing we needed to do better for our kid at that point. And, yeah. you know, but like, uh, Brandon doesn't want to do it. And, you know, even us, I even would stop asking you to come to church with me because I knew it would just be an argument, just be some, you know, kind of issue. And so I'd just wake up quietly and we'd get ready and go and <laughs> and leave you, you know, and just not sit, really talk when we got back type of a thing. And, uh, or I would just stop going and trying altogether because 
what's the point you know is it really worth it type of a deal um and that is hard I mean I know I know there were times that I can think of that I wanted to be doing certain things at home with Travis, like thinking that they were important things to do, you know, pulling out his little kid's Bible or do, mm-hmm. and then it was like, no, Brandon's trying to watch you this know, or do that, you know, and, what and was, I You know that. what I think is unique about this particular situation though, is this one isn't, this is a slightly different than the other ones that we get because this one was something that they used to do together as a family. So this yeah. is a true case of backsliding, I guess. And this I think there are that this particular one, the specific question was because uh, I think there are two categories here. There is yeah. the backslidden spouse, yeah. and then the unbelieving spouse. Right, and because we've yeah, gotten it's, it's, that's different questions it's, from both. Yeah, and I mean I, the the approach, I guess, is the same way. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with I backslidden I would say spouse. That, yeah, I'd say with the backslidden. Yeah, that's it. Backslidden. Backsplit in house. Backsplit in house. <laughs> like as if I don't have enough problems already. Like my mouth is a little bit swollen on the inside. Yeah, so it like, is. Struggling a little bit. I'm Just struggling. don't drool on yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm a drool. But it's definitely That's words possible. are difficult. So a back. All right, backslid in spouse. Um, you know that it happens. It shouldn't happen, but it happens, and it happens in the smallest ways off by letting things lack most of the time it starts off just letting you know something like that that time that you read together as a family in the word that you you skip one time mm-hmm. then it becomes two days then you'll come back to it but then it's easier to go ahead and skip it mm-hmm. so then you'll just before you know it it's gone all together same thing with you know you'll get real real convicted right about movies music different mm-hmm. things you do right when you become a christian and then you know you live the life and it sort of becomes like well i kind of miss the old stuff that i used yeah. to do I or kinda, just this one show or yeah just this i kind of miss that band or yeah just this one song mm-hmm. and then before you know it you're fully immersed back into the same downward spiral mm-hmm. of earthly cares <laughs> so which is never good yeah no that's never good so i think well, the, I, it has more than just one part, obviously. I think it means that you, yourself, I don't, I'm not saying this particular person herself has, has, has done it, but I think we all can be guilty of letting things slide ourselves and letting things oh, just sure, be okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have to make sure that that you're doing the right things first mm-hmm. you know before you definitely don't want to go around pointing fingers to and being the submissive wife i understand that you have a respect issue you love your husband to death you don't want to cause any problems but i mean there's there's some seriousness to this too you know and i understand all of that so like i said i mean i would i would make sure that you personally are not making um, compromises, you know, in your own walk, and not not missing those things yourself. And then, if you're good in that, I, I just would I would stay in that. I mean, stay in prayer is the most important part of it. But I would just stay doing 
those things in, in serving the Lord and, and doing the things that you know that you're supposed to be doing and doing them consistently and quietly. And don't take any part in it. For instance, if it's a movie that you're bothered by that everybody's walk away. Don't say anything, but just leave. Go out of the room. Go to a different part of the room. Obviously, don't have any kind of, you know, ill attitude or anything towards it. You know, but maybe go out of the room and go read your Bible, or or go in the other part of the room and read your Bible. And you know, once that it probably become a little bit weird at first for the the spouse, and they'll probably be like, "Well, what's your problem?" You know, but then you just no, I'm I'm okay. I'd rather not do that. And you know, I, I think that just being as as honest is is showing them that you don't want any part of anything bad. And so these things, you know, whether it be a TV show, whether it be music, whether it be because nagging them about it yeah, is don't never going them, to be the way. But you don't have to. to get yeah, through. right. But you don't have to. But you don't, you don't have, have to, to take part, part of, it. of it. Yeah. And there's a way to do that respectfully without <clears throat> being, you know, while still being that submissive wife. I mean, you can do that in a way of saying, you know, I do not feel comfortable watching that. I don't. And so I, I won't. That's fine. I'm not I'm not here making rules for you and saying that you can't, but I don't feel comfortable, for, I don't feel comfortable with this. What about when it comes to the kids, though? Dad I mean, says it's okay if we watch this. You're telling me I can't watch any things I want to watch. I can't do the things I want to do. I have to do this. Then that's where you have to go to him personally and say, look, I'm not comfortable with them watching this. I don't like it. I don't like what it produces. I don't like what it sent me. You know, I don't like all these different things. And if that, then that's up to, you know, and prayer too is, is really important in all of this. You have to keep this in prayer because you can't fight this by yourself. This is... Satan takes captive the thoughts and actions and things of people once they've they've backslidden like that because they've not obviously to say that they've gone and <laughs> towards Satan now but whenever he gets you to backslide it gets you to believe those lies and you know kind of just forget your mission uh you know, you have to you have to realize that that's who you're fighting. It's not. We are dealing with a backslidden spouse and even a an unbelieving spouse. I mean, you are fighting some very you're serious fighting something and real that's demons. stronger than you, not yes. he who is in you, but but you, but you yourself. So you have to remember that, mm -hmm. and you have to remember a lot of times that this little you know something like you know not staying away from the word and all that right because anything that opposes christ is an antichrist mm -hmm. anything is so anything that opposes it like that is going to be you're going to have that natural that natural just friction there mm -hmm. so in it and it gets in between spouses consistently so i would expect it in in probably a few different ways at first sure but I think just being innocent and as wholesome as you possibly can be about it and just show true conviction over it. Mm -hmm. Don't you're right, don't be naggy, but we want to show conviction. We want to say that listen, I'm not trying there. I'm not trying to ruin your day here. It just really bothers me. Yeah. 
And once you show a true conviction like that, I mean, I'm I'm fully confident your husband loves you, and you know, I'm 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 confident that that's comes to the point where, um, uh, he will come around. And I think that's a big thing. I from our story specifically that it sucks, but the answer is you have to be patient. Sure. Because Brandon could tell that things really did bother me, that I was really uncomfortable with things, that I did not like certain things, but he just was not ready. And yeah. every time I tried to push him to be ready, it made things worse. Every time, but I, without fail. I guarantee. But though, when you decided to sit over there, though, and you decided to read the Bible, and you literally you read the Bible every day, every morning, every day you were sitting there, and after a while, you're like, okay, you're reading the Bible, and I'm and I'm going there, waking up every morning, watching the same, doing the same stuff, and I'm going. She's reading the Bible. I kind of feel like weird watching this stuff like around <laughs> her, you know, like this is, I don't feel right about this. And I think that's what, the, you know, you, you get to the point where you're like, man, you're really, you're serious about reading that, you know, you're, you're serious about doing this and it, and it kind of comes back. So I, th I think that's the easiest way to deal with it, but. I think this opens up a second part of this discussion too because this goes into what what are you doing? What are you immersing yourself in the world for, Christian? Yeah. Not not this not now I've moved on, but this did this did bring about and I'm not here to judge what people watch, what people listen to, what people things like that, Spend but their time doing. But man, the, what are we getting so immersed in the world for? These things that are happening, what what are you where are you getting lost right now is a horrible time to be backslidden yeah look at the world really around is. you it is look it at is. it it's crazy yeah and now you think is a good time to just go ahead and just eh, we don't need to worry about this let's just dotting our eyes and crossing our t's you know let's watch game of thrones i i guess that's what people do nowadays <laughs> see how removed i am and yeah yeah, because we Brandon actually went to the store the other day. He doesn't usually do that. I've been to the store two days. Okay, he went to the store twice. Um, he will probably not do so again for like another year, and I'm not exaggerating. This is off of my own doing. I've not always been like this. No, no. He just now is... This is new me. Yeah, this is new him. Um, Paul to Saul. Yep. And uh, Saul to Paul. Sorry, I was yeah, saying, I say it backwards. Right. I don't know why. Anyways... Um, we were in the store and he saw this pack of Oreos, which he's not allowed to eat, but he saw this pack of Oreos that looked really cool. He's like, ooh, what's this new uh, look? And I was like, I think it's for like that, that Game of Thrones show or something. And yeah, yeah. but it was just funny because yeah. he was like, what? What's that? Why? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally like, it's like that. He just came out internet? Of, like your little 60s bunker. What's the internet? What's that interwebs they talking about? All right. Um. So, but now it is, it's, it's a horrible time. And, and I read all these things that I get messages constantly. We get messages mm -hmm. on different issues, different questions on people feeling convicted about different things. And I'm like, how are you people involved in this stuff right now? Yeah. Do you not see what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it's not getting better. JD was right. Pastor JD Farag, who we love, we throw him out as much as we He's can. A pastor. He's a great pastor. He yeah. really is. Uh, 
he's at a Calvary Chapel in Kwananohe and in Hawaii. In Hawaii, and while I'm not a ginormous Calvary Chapel fan, mm-hmm. uh, he's great, and they do produce. They yeah. do have some great pastors. Yeah, you guys can pull them up here. On so YouTube. anyway, you guys can pull them up, but. What was I talking about JD for, Heidi? Being backslidden. Yeah. This world stage. Yeah. How things are looking. Yep. Are you serious right now? Completely lost it. It's Brandon. He was talking about, this past week, Christians being the, or I guess it's two weeks ago now, but Christians being the most persecuted group of people in the world. Yeah. And I was like, really? I was like, you know, that sounded, I was like, I don't know. It's like, is it really higher than, you know, say, Islam or, you know, uh, Judaism Judaism or, you know. Like, I guess it is. I mean, there's more adherence to Christianity than anything else or claiming Christianity than than anything else. So I was like, well, maybe. So anyway, looking into it, looking at the statistics and let's say it is and it's Staggering how mm. how huge it is, and we're starting to see the beginning of that here in this country, and it's playing out like all those conspiracy movies and all those weird nineteen, you know, all those those Viver Vendetta nineteen. I mean, it is exactly like that. The way that it starts. I mean, the way that they're people don't understand this whole this whole fake news concept that's become you know like mm-hmm. a joke and popular like this is serious hey, because now even we're we're going and we're censoring censoring journalism yeah. and now people aren't able to say things this is in a free country that yeah. a lot of this but i mean it's not but this is a lot of stuff that is happening inside a free country mm-hmm. and this is the beginning of tyranny is when you start seeing little things like this with especially with Christianity that the way that the it is it's just little forms of persecution it's not persecution like the rest of the world sees but yes we are very sheltered in that way but when you think but about it, mean it's not there. when you think about it though when you have a democracy and you have a, you know you have a unique country like the United States in that manner when you start seeing the United States built up on all of their core values on these things and they're, they're just crumbling from the inside, when you start to see that, you need to really start to pay attention. At what point do you think this is going to get better? Like this over here, this last little chunk of land that we built off of this principle was your last chance. Yeah. I mean, it's not, this is, it's not going, it's so, not well. going so well. So <clears throat> how you can not see that just from a, a regular, how can you see the, the way that the fighting going on between uh, different political parties, I mean, is it just intense, even in our lifetimes. Oh, it's yeah. insane. It's crazy to see what elections have been, you know, you know, even even the even Bush's uh, campaign compared to to Trump's campaign here, the differences between everything are just staggering. Yeah. It's crazy and it's not in a way of getting better, it's a way of just just getting worse. Yeah. So how we can be involved in these things now and not see these things even it it should be a red flag to everybody so especially to christians you you have to understand and know what's going on in front of you you have to understand your and take your biblical knowledge and the in your belief and apply it 
to what you see in front of your eyes and understand that this is this is something that we know that evil is getting worse we know that this time and and you know this this time here is is wrapping up it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be long so it's it's time to be buttoned up it's time to put your care like what really matters what this is where it's it's hard this is where i would call christians to if you're feeling convicted about leaving the workforce about leaving the rat race about go and pray i mean just do it because what's going to transpire i mean even if it isn't as soon as we believe it is even if it, it even if Christ's return is further on down the road these things still are going to progressively get worse in your life here in, even in your you know comfort cushy little you know America is going to get increasingly more uncomfortable for you so you need to start just focusing on the things that really matter and like you know not spending time at meaning you know at a meaningless job where you're going nowhere or not you know while you're all your free not time wasting away all your free time while you're right while your family's sitting suffering mm-hmm. you know in, in different ways sure. and while you're saying well I'll get to it one day you know what you don't what if you don't get a one day we we said even if it's not a Christ's return it's you your death could be any day yeah. so what are you doing you're not promised tomorrow yeah what are you doing what are you playing with like what it, it's it's you're playing with fire right now and especially if I really caution you if you're a believer that's completely backslidden just be careful because you know better and you know you know a lot better and you you know what's right and wrong and you know what you shouldn't shouldn't be doing and you should be able to understand that um you know now's the time to button up your christian life not to let it you know never should we ever let it you know just be free and lax and and don't really care and we forget about it but it does happen but you know we don't want to stay that way so but I thought you were pulling up something. Else. No, I just wanted to make sure that we're answering the question. Yeah, I, you I agree. Like I beat know. off over there a little bit. Um, well, but I thought I put it in a second category. No, you did, and that was good. But I just wanted to go back and make sure that we've, um, you know, that we're not missing anything. That we've got everything. Yeah. Um, hold on. An email for your mom was pulled up, and not that one. So now I have to. Okay, so. That's obviously, I mean, and what you just said is so important because um, you have to, yeah, you have to assess yourself first, I would say. Um, If you, if you're the wife and your spouse is backslidden and you are trying to forward for your children and for your family, you know, wanting the importance to be on these things because you do understand that time is drawing near. Um, I think we definitely always have to, in any situation, you have to assess yourself first. Are you truly walking the walk or are you just wanting to talk to the talk and point fingers? What are you doing? Are you spending time in the word every day? Are you 
holding your tongue? Are you behaving as you should? Are you loving everyone in your family and serving them as Christ served others? Are, are you truly doing these things? Um, every time I get emails and stuff about issues people are having with their kids and spouse and things like that, I always say, well, what are you doing? It's not p- placing right. blame on people. I'm saying no, it's you the must first place assess, that you need to start. You have to right. assess yourself before you go. You can't fix him before you fix can't, you. Yeah. You have to do that. That's the best principle to use for anything. And I'm not saying you're necessarily doing anything wrong. I'm just saying stop and assess yourself. We all can make improvements. Make those changes. And if you're not sure what they are, ask God to convict you. Ask him to show you. Ask your husband. Say, honey, what am I doing that's driving you nuts? What am I doing that you think is causing these issues with the kids? Ask him. Ask him what you could work on, what you could do better. Not with, you know, you tell me one thing and then I'll tell you five things. Like, just ask him genuinely. Like, what can I be doing here that's going to help you, that will help our house go better, that will be better for the kids, you know, whatever. Ask what it is and truly listen to what the answer is even when you don't like it. Well, since you totally made me feel like I didn't answer the question, the first question I didn't now I feel bad now I feel like I didn't answer the first part I'm of just it before I went into the second up. part I want to make but sure the, we but didn't yes, miss to anything the, yeah to the to the first part though I want to sum it up and saying kill him with kindness yes totally and but but biblical kindness like mm-hmm. that's your focus your focus is serving Christ serving your husband mm-hmm. is you can serve Christ by serving your husband exactly. in that manner and, and you can have mm-hmm. that that servant attitude and you know like I said you serve and smile and be happy and just completely just make him go why what is going on with you and especially if your husband is backslidden and 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 this is important if your spouse is an unbeliever too and remember we're talking spouse if you have a boyfriend and not a spouse that's fornication that's a totally different set of sins Hmm. and you need to reconcile that because these are again our time is short and you do not want to be caught in these things so when we say being submissive it's to your spouse you are not submissive to your boyfriend because you shouldn't have a boyfriend but not that you shouldn't have a boyfriend but you shouldn't be playing marriage roles with someone who is not Not your your marriage spouse like that doesn't make sense but um the point being you should stay a submissive wife and this should make a huge difference to your uh, your backslidden spouse and should be a great light of Christ to an unbelieving spouse if that's your situation. Um, you should remain completely submissive. So his answer is the one who goes. If you bring up the issue and say, hey, I really don't want the kids watching this. I'm seeing issues. It makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't think they're right. I mean, that's not the things, the values I want to be instilling in them. And your husband says, yeah, they're fine. I don't care. I mean... You, Dad's the final word. The kids, I mean, even if hard. dad said yes, ask the kids the or if this go yeah, if it goes to the just say, okay, is this something that you should be doing? Like yeah. you can make this decision for yourself. We were talking in the podcast yesterday yesterday about accountability. Mm-hmm. So you ask the kids, okay, if this is something that mom truly has an issue with, there's something probably mm-hmm. wrong with it. And so if the mom can point that out to the kids and say, look, I know dad said it's fine. I'm not saying that you can't. But I'm saying, should you want to? Should you want to do that? Mm -hmm. And that's where you can be. I mean, I wouldn't... Obviously, you don't want to make it like you're shoving stuff in his face. But that's where you have that opportunity to be like, okay, guys, wait a minute. I'm not telling you you can't. But is this right? You're not... 
you're not trying to teach your husband anything, but he's sure. seeing the fact that he's going, oh, crap. Well, maybe that is not right. Maybe I shouldn't be, you know, maybe that shouldn't be okay. Maybe that shouldn't be, but... I think the first step And the is... reason why I brought this up with, like, asking what are you doing in the world is because it's synonymous. These things are just synonymous with being... Oh, completely, yeah. ...caught in the world. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're in love well, the with the world the only reason to be backslidden yes. is because you've slid back into the world mm-hmm. instead of out of it. So I think when you really do assess yourself, make changes within yourself of how you're parenting, of how you are serving your spouse truly doing things in a biblical manner where you are just killing them with kindness mm-hmm. in that way and be consistent it might not happen don't this let it year. be a shallow kindness no, either no, no, i mean i'm genuine, talking about a genuine, genuine kindness this like you said this has to be a heart this has to be a you and you have well. to understand going into this that you may not see results for years yeah years yeah. you might not and you need to go into it and work just as willingly if you get a result in five minutes or if you get a result in 15 years you have no idea but you understand that you are fighting against a serious evil. A serious evil, and you're fighting demons. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you, you have to know your enemy. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid of it. You no. just have to know what you're fighting. And so, you're gonna get frustrated. And what does that translate to? That translates to you getting frustrated. You getting oh, yeah. angry. Sure. You saying, "Forget it. I don't want to do this anymore." You know, it's not the creepy little demon possession that we think about, like, in the, you know, in the movies mm-hmm. and stuff. No, it's things like, I give up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't you know, worth my time. This isn't worth my time. I'm not getting anywhere. You it's know, not you're worth believing it. these lies, and that's just, you know, that's just evil going, yes, yes, trying to get you mm-hmm. further and further and further away. So you, you have to understand that those things will occur, and it's not going to be an easy path. It will probably take time mm-hmm. and a lot of it and a lot of tears and a lot of frustration and a lot of a lot of nights and days that you think that things are impossible and why even try anymore. Just keep waking up and trying, the, you know, and keep doing it. You know what? But it, I think it will turn around. I don't think it takes. You hit on it. And I just want to say, honestly, and one thing here to sum it up, because we all could do more of this. Every person could. If. Things that you're trying to do with the kids or with the family keep causing issues and problems and, and all of these things keep coming around and around. The one thing that you can really do is you can sit down every day and read your Bible. And I say this because this was something that I really noticed. When this all happened that Brandon was talking about earlier and I was like, I just want to read my Bible. I want to read the whole Bible. I didn't implement it with the kids first. I didn't try to get Brandon to do it with me. I just said, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to take some time every day and sit down and read the Bible. And the interesting point with that is when that became a habit that I did every single day, next thing I knew, the kids would come plop down next to me. What you reading? What's happening? We read it to me? What's that? What's this? You know what I mean? Like just naturally, like when they see you invested in something and clearly this is some kind of a deal because you've done it every single day. Well, even the worst of worst person, when they see somebody sitting down reading a Bible, they go, "Uh, excuse me, ma'am. You know, or like, uh, you know, like you don't want to, 
You, there's just stuff well, they get. You get like that image yeah. of like the gangster guy, but then the little old granny drops yeah, her Bible her or Bible or something. It's like ah, oh, you got to stop and help yeah. her. Like you have that like you, that moral obligation yeah. to like stop and do something nice. But I, I think just something little like that, you can control what you do and what you're putting out there to your family. So even something so little as every afternoon when everybody is hectic and crazy and they're doing whatever, I'm gonna sit down and I'm going to spend. 15 minutes reading my Bible and praying just every day and you're not going to miss that your husband will see that your children will see that I mean it, it seems like such a little thing you must be in prayer for these things and you must assess yourself and make these changes instead of grumbling when your husband leaves his shoes laying in the middle of the floor for the 800 zillionth day in a row smile pick them up and put them away for him don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just do it. Do these little things that are sitting around that at some point will make your spouse go, what's your deal? And especially and I know this, this person a- has a really good spouse. So I, she, I know sure. she, so he, she, you know, she might, this stuff might already occur. So I don't want to. But if it doesn't, which it maybe does, but I'm just saying in like generality, do it with this just smile, loving servant's heart. And even if it doesn't happen today, and I feel like so often we'll overlook these little things, right? Like that's not going to make the big difference. I don't know. I think it does. I think the little things do make the difference. So what I've learned though in a lot of this and with what you just said in, in counseling people, you know, this over this past week too as well and I want to say two things first part of that is a lot of times when you're having these issues and these pains and you're wanting like man my kids or my husband you know this is the second person this week that's has Mm -hmm. a husband directly come to us yeah right that is they're concerned about Mm -hmm. and both of these beautiful women who I we love to death and yeah. we both adore um, both of them I look at them and I go you know and it reminds me of you too as well sometimes when you want to fix somebody so bad you need to turn around and fix yourself mm-hmm. and you don't even realize that you need help because you think that you're doing the good stuff sure you think that you're doing all I'm reading the Bible I'm what's wrong with this person like they're doing all these bad things well, that may be true, but a lot of times, since it's your spouse, a lot of time God will use you to work through each other. Yeah. So a lot of times, but if you turn around and look, it's it's you, and you have to be sincere and true and humble in this. Mm-hmm. And you do. You have to lay down everything in this, but it has to be for Christ. Sure. So it has to be that just honest, pure devotion to this book, no matter what, no matter what's going on with the family, no matter whatever else, I'm going to sit down and do this. I'm not mandating. I'm not attitude. I'm still mom, but I'm, I'm doing this and I'm not comfortable doing these things that we shouldn't be doing and just living this true, honest, pure life. A lot of times the answer to that is, ah, yeah, see, I suck. I'm worrying too much. I'm, I'm really lazy. I'm not reading the Bible as much as I, you know, then you can start saying like, even if you're, even when you're trying, sure, yeah, okay, even when you're trying, a lot of times, 
uh, you beat yourself up. That that's the second part to that. It's the beating yourself up part. But the first part is a lot of that times it's it it's fixing yourself too, and, and you'll you'll realize that man, yeah, that person needed work, but man, I needed work too, and I didn't even realize it. I needed to become that humble servant, you know, that that humble wife, and that. I needed to learn something. I needed, in order for me to get this person to understand something, I had to fully understand it. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember that. I'm not saying that, but both ladies that I've talked to, both have thing. Well, no, I didn't. I haven't talked to one, but the other one that I talked to, they're referring F. Um, both have little things that they know that they can they can let go of and do better on dang it i probably shouldn't do that right because we all do before you're concerned about those other things Mm -hmm. just let those little things go first Mm -hmm. and then the other will just fall into place Mm -hmm. and it'll happen but it has to happen with you first you have to set that example Mm -hmm. because you could be the one that pulls them out of this yeah but you have to be uniformed and pulled up, and you will. I mean, I gu- actually, you know what? I guarantee you will be the one that pulls them out of that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be anybody else. It's not going to be a pastor. It's not going to be a church. It's not going to be, it's going to be you mm-hmm. because they love you and they, they, they trust you. And it was, it was, you know, it, it's a unique relationship. Um, you know, the husband and wife relationship in that way of believers like that is definitely unique. And, the Bible has a lot to say about married people to becoming one and treating each other, and, and you know God is very specific on it. So uh, it's it's important. So as long as you're there, I think it all falls into place ultimately. But keep your eyes more so on yourself and and how you can be a better light towards. Because it's always easier to look at them and what they're They're doing doing wrong, which I'm sure they are. Right, and 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 don't get me wrong, I'm yes, and but that's why I said before you can fix them. Like we said, you have Mm -hmm. to fix yourself, and you might not even think that you're that broke. I mean, you may be trying, but you have to, like I said, you have to understand that while you're doing this, it's not going to be successful probably right away. Mm -hmm. You're going to be fighting the demons and all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. If you keep your eyes on the Lord and just keep your mind in, you're you're good. The second part of that is both of these people will beat themselves to death. Don't do that. Stop it. You Please guys are stop it. You are awesome. Yes, you're beautiful. You're awesome. You Don't worry Lord. about it. You love the Lord. Don't worry about it. Stop making his death on the cross meaningless. That's why he died and suffered. Mm-hmm. It's for these things. So when you beat yourself up and you don't let this happen and you pull yourself down and you drag it down, you don't let his his atonement do its its do what it was meant to do. And that's and not you don't the image you want to be showing it. to your husband, is it? No, it's not. Because how's that going to help him? It's not. And don't let that discourage you because no. we all mess up. We all just do it. Just do better. It's cool. Like we have, we don't try it. We're, we're so scared and it's it's better to put, it's easier to put ourselves in a penalty box than it is to be forgiven. So we're so scared to be forgiven where our goal is to not mess up. Okay. But if we do, we have to understand that every single day, hey, it's a new day. 
That was yesterday. Today's a new day. And we go, well, no, if I don't learn, then I'm not going to. You're not the one that's doing this. <laughs> he is. So don't beat yourself up. Stop it. Yep. You're not bad. You're not a horrible Christian. If you feel convicted, good. But turn that into fuel, not depression. Yeah. Make that just do better. You that's what the that's what the the second opportunity, you know, the next day is for is to do it all better. So if you fail tomorrow, well then guess what? Get up the day after tomorrow and do better that day. And if it doesn't work, then just do keep it again trying. The next day. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that answers the question. Hopefully that does something for somebody. But we are praying for everybody out there, whoever's in this type of situation. Please and feel free. Feel free to reach out. To we reach would out, love and to we would join love you to, in prayer. Yeah, and we'd love to talk to you and just know that it's something that everybody deals with. Mm -hmm. It's a degree. very common problem. Yeah. But it's something that will. It's it, it's a it's worthwhile to keep fighting for it though. I promise. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Hopefully that helps, and we'll see you next time.